As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Friday. Happy effing Friday. This Friday. is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. I knew there was one waiting, but my gosh, Joe. Get with the program. Pause for dramatic effect. And go there. Join the militia. Uh, defensive coordinator Tony White and offensive coordinator Robert and I both announced departures from Syracuse football on the same day. White is headed to Nebraska for kind the of. same role. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Kind of. It was late. Within a 24-hour period. Yeah, yeah. And I was late. Uh, White is headed to Nebraska for the same role. And an eye is headed to NC State out of all effing places. This guy just mm. makes his way around the ACs around the ACC <laughs> like nobody's business. No, what the it's hell? Too because there's a lot of NC State fans at work, and they've been bitching about their offensive coordinator oh for my years. Gosh, you know they... who's been their offensive coordinator or co-offensive coordinator for the past couple of years? Co- George McDonald. Okay, all right. Remember the old. Uh, Receiver coach that did the OC job and got fired like I remember two, three the, games in. I remember the name, yes. Short-lived. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so, anyways, uh, why do I sound so loud? I apologize about that. Hold on a second. Um, all right. This is impromptu. Yep. And um, I don't have m- much in front of me. Uh, just some thoughts. And I did also have the company uh, Christmas party this afternoon. Uh-oh. And, and, and despite there being no alcohol involved. I still managed to put myself in a precarious situation as far as sure. the blood alcohol content goes because it is Friday. And, uh, you know, it's Friday. So Friday. In, 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 on top of the work week, we are dealing what we're dealing with. Mm. So Rough. Okay. Is it that rough, though? Is it uh, that rough? We won't know. You know, I think we've on got, one end we've it got, is, you've on got, one end it isn't. Well, you've got people to step up into roles, right? So, on one hand, we've got um, Jason Beck, right? Yeah. Who's already stepping in. Yeah, I mean, and he really, realistically, was ready for an OC job last year. They're now, talking about it. Hold like, on, Virginia- to give you, to give you your, to give you your, your, your badge here. You, you said that you didn't think uh, Beck was going to last a whole. Or not. Long, or, no, 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 no. You said. You said you didn't think Beck was going to be around too much longer because you felt like this guy was going to 
assume a job somewhere else as oh as yeah, offensive yeah yeah coordinator. when they both when they both came in right yeah so they right. came in and even like when virginia was if even if they would have still stayed together there might have been a chance where he would have gotten an oc job somewhere else or maybe robert and i would have left and, and went somewhere else to allow him to step up and take that job but um that's just the kind of relationship they have uh yeah, no, I would. That's what I was worried about. Is they come in and they do all right, and if Robin and I stays, then Jason Beck. I mean, he's just chomping at the bit to be an OC. So, um, right here, I don't think that it really hurts us. It was uh, Mike McAllister reported earlier um, on a lot of. I mean, a lot of the recruits, even though our recruiting class isn't that big, um, but uh, he um, had talked to the Norris Sellers, and even the after hearing one. the Robin and I think he's still going to be committing to Syracuse because obviously Jason Beck has gotten that offensive coordinator role. So uh, as far as offensive wise goes, I don't really think it's like it's no harm, no foul type situation. And also, I mean, they just got here, so they don't have a lot of guys that they recruited. So I don't really foresee um, a big transfer portal move on the offensive end because a lot of the guys here aren't because of them. If that makes sense. Right. So like, this feels like feels really bad, right? But it's not like the end of the world. I mean, there's there's it's not good. Okay, I don't know. See, here's my thing, and I guess this goes to Tony's point. I think it was Tony who said something on Twitter, and I've been on and off Twitter this morning because of an eye. And I understand. You know, look, here's my thing. First, is that Garrett Trader, not only Garrett Trader, but but um, Coach Babers hasn't had a real steady, hasn't had a real steady coach and staff in his seven years here. Okay, mm. so you're looking no. at Garrett Trader taking on a third offensive coordinator. And yeah, I, but I mean, it's... But, okay, I I know I get it, but this dude did make strides with an eye, and. It was a clear difference. So there is familiarity there. Now, I still don't think that is the end of the world. I agree with Matt. That white hurts. I really do think that that is um, a bigger... That's the bigger one, right? That's the bigger blow. Yeah, I think it's clear that that's the bigger blow. By the way, actually, so, men's soccer just went up one nothing. That's awesome. That's awesome. High scoring uh, extravaganza there. And uh, go Ooh, orange. Soccer. I know. That's the problem, is that it... <laughs> It sucks. Nine minutes left. In the first uh, so, half. anyways, Go ahead. can you focus? <laughs> I am. Focus, we have a men's soccer team in the final four. Maybe all, it it is the this? college cup. Okay, it is the college cup. You can't call it the final four. Be lawsuits on the Q's militia. You start throwing that okay, language college around. College cup, whatever. Uh, the last four. So, anyway, semifinals. Uh, you're you're destroying my point here. My point is is that you know there is there is a consistency factor. Now I think that's easy to overcome uh, on the offensive end. You know you do have Jason Beck who's going to step into that role. The other thing is is that could this stuff not wait until after the bowl game or no or nah nah I guess not right. So now there's rumors of Coach Babers. Now I don't put a whole lot of faith in these rumors of Coach Babers going to take the head coaching job over at Purdue. And I think that time will tell, but it will say one of two things. Either it is complete bullshit, right? Or 
there is a situation that all of these things that have been preached for the past seven years in Ohana and family and this and that and the other, and unless you get fired, if you just move on your own, that, that's a problem with me. It shows, a, it shows a character flaw. Now, that's why I don't buy it, okay? But it's out there, so I post on social media about it, and it's just food for thought. And when you look at the overall, the overall situation with Syracuse football, I think it comes down to, for me, higher than Babers, starts with Wild Hack, and it can go further, right? Is that fair? Yes. Okay. It's about the money. All right. Correct. Let's be honest. Every, and this is kind of the situation that I felt like Syracuse Sports was going to be in, not only with the NIL stuff, but just in general, we, we kinda, we've kind of touched on the money stuff for a while, right? So... Syracuse football did come out of pocket pretty big for Anai and Beck coming in and transferring in from UVA. And I believe, I believe some of that went to white, right? So we were, we were in a situation where Syracuse was paying out for some of these coaches. And now, you know, they're moving on for bigger and better things. And by those bigger and better things, I don't mean um, a, a necessarily like a promotion, but a raise, right? So I, I just, there's, there's something to be said for the fact that Syracuse is not going to be able to sustain salaries for high caliber coaches. And Joe, you made a great point to me earlier. When we look at this and we talk about, you know, what we dealt with last year with Syracuse football, Syracuse basketball and Syracuse lacrosse all having their worst. Well, yeah, well, technically, yeah, all at the same time, have all having losing seasons in the same year. First of all, Syracuse basketball never has. Now, I don't think money's affecting that. Okay. But you look at Syracuse lacrosse, it had a, had a, had a change in head coach. And then, you know, we look at Syracuse football, which is like totally fluid. It's like the most fluid sport out of the three, right? So it's just like the one that lacks consistency and lacks, and lacks cohesion almost everywhere. And you think to yourself, well, you know, this can't be a head coach thing. Like this has got to go above that. And it's, it starts with money, but I think wild hack should be held responsible for some of this. We see a lot of the hashtags fire, fire this coach, fire that coach. Well, you know what? Maybe it's time to, to, to turn the cheek on wild hack. That's where I stand. And it can go above and I don't care. My allegiance isn't to the athletic director, the Dean. <clears throat> I, I don't care, Joe. I don't care. I was yeah, a Syracuse fan money. before. I know that. But I was a Syracuse fan before anybody even knew these names. Before I knew these names, before you knew these names. I'm a Syracuse fan. And the problem is, is that their money isn't there. So what does Syracuse, as just in general, with the big three, become? The longer this goes on, what do they become? It becomes a stepping stone for coaches. It becomes a transfer portal carousel for players. And like you mentioned, thankfully, you know, Lenore Sellers, he said he's not going anywhere. But, you know, I'm not buying that. I'm going to hold on that right now, to be honest with you, until that dude. Well, is, early, early Sunday day is close. So we'll see here in a few weeks. Well, okay. And, right. you know, realistically, um, you know, that's what we talk about. We talk about the money. It is it is what it is. People, I mean... Well, money's big time Coaches right now. follow that, right? So, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, at the end of the day, if you have an opportunity to go somewhere to make money, and we've seen it. We've seen 
all our good coaches. I mean, we either have coaches that are bad and get fired or the good coaches go on and move because this doesn't look like a national championship destination. And we don't pay like other schools do. So, um, you know, listening to lockdown today, um, you know, I didn't agree with everything they said. You know, they don't think Babers is a good coach, although I, I totally disagree. I think that's a, t- a terrible take, by the way. True. It is. And if what I, you know, if what we talk about is true and Purdue's looking at, to, to get them as a head coach, then why would they be looking at them at him, at him if he was a bad coach? I think that you could look at every head coach. I doubt that every that and like that there's a fan out there that sits there and watches another team religiously and doesn't wouldn't have some type of negative feedback for a coach uh, off of a call or, or a decision. So, um, you know, I think that we just kind of it's in a microscope because it, it's our it's our team, right? So you're always going to look at what he could have done better, but we never know all the mistakes that other head coaches make as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, if that Purdue thing, I'm telling you right now, if that Purdue thing's real, then I'm a little scared because right. it's not really I about agree. the whole, I mean, I get the Ohana thing and everything like that, but I mean, you think back to 2018 when we had a situation where we won 10 games and Dino Bears, he was a hot commodity. He probably could have went and got another power five, you know, school job and got more money and he didn't do it. And then after that year, the next year, he wouldn't. He couldn't get a job if he wanted it, and it's been since that until now. So, I mean, realistically, he might be looking at it like, well, I mean, we're going to a bowl game. This is another opportunity for, opportunity for me to go and make money and and, and do something somewhere else. And uh, I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, um, I don't I don't blame the guy because whether it's the AD or whether it's wherever the budget's coming and wherever the funding's coming and everything like that, um, you know, you're either okay with being a stepping stone in a mediocre power five team um, or you change your funding and change the way that you allocate your money. And um, you know, you, you, you have a situation where you can keep these type of, of coaches. Um, But having this coaching carousel and always changing, you're always going to have, especially now with the transfer portal. I mean, kids used to transfer because coaches left even when they knew they had to wait a year. And now you get that one year where you don't have to wait. So, I mean, having a coaching carousel, especially nowadays, um, it's it's not going to be good for the culture of the program. And uh, unless you can bring somebody else in more high profile at the same rate that you have the guy the guy you have now, then I don't really see, you know, what the positive thing with that is. So, um, Tony White's obviously the biggest issue here because uh, he's been here for three years. He's recruited guys that are on our roster. Um, again, Mike McAllister, he also said that the three defensive guys, um, in our, in our recruiting class, they're, they're still staying with us. So that's good. But at the end of the day, I mean, we have an open vacancy at defensive coordinator. Um, and the, uh, transfer portal is on and popping and we need to get a couple guys. And I don't know how we do that when, you know, our NIL is so low and we don't even know who our defense coordinator is or what scheme we're you know, even going to play well, Nick Nick Monroe going to step into the defensive coordinator role, like within just, the next it's couple of days. just for the bowl game. Right? I understand so, that, but you've got to assume that if it was permanent, then they would have done the same thing to do with Beck. Like Beck, they said, no, I understand that, but maybe he's maybe, maybe, maybe it is a trial. You know, I mean, you know, it's a, a, a tryout or an interview basically, but, um, you know, uh, Matt says, you know, the chancellor is a problem. I mean, yeah, I, I think everything comes from above, but there's two people above. There's one guy running 
the athletic department. Okay? And there's a guy above him. I understand that. Okay? They can both kick rocks. I, I, I don't care. The, the, the main thing for me is, does, does it even matter? When, it come, when things come down to money, is it going to matter? Now, like Joe said, if the Babers thing comes to fruition, that, that is a, that is a, um, that's a huge ball. Because you got to think, Joe, to your point, which I was alluding to earlier, but I went, on, I went in a different direction. The people who are on the fire Bayheim wagon, Mm-hmm. Right, we deal with this with football right now, okay? Yep. And the people who are on the fire Bayheim wagon, when you put this into perspective and you say, "Look, Joe, we've talked about this. Is is Coach Bayheim? Could he have made more money somewhere else? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So we've had a hometown discount forever with this guy for and the, decades with this guy ever. So you know, and I even I've even been one of the ones, and like I said, this kind of just popped in my head once once this happened yesterday with Tony White because I know that I was one of the guys that was like, yeah, it would be nice to see someone fresh come in and change it up. But um, all that really is going to do is just turn Syracuse basketball into a stepping stone head coaching job. Because I'm telling you right now, what we're going to end up getting is we're going to get these, these hot shot up and up and coming young, you know, coaches that are coming up from these mid major teams that have been running their conference. And we're going to pay them at a, decent amount to come down to a mediocre uh, power five team and then once they they hit pay dirt in Syracuse they're going to go and they're going to take the money and that's just what it's going to turn into um, most people at Bayheim's caliber hall of fame coach this day and age would not be coaching for the salary that he that he gets at Syracuse and it's only because he's comfortable he's been there forever and you know that's just something he, I don't and think you know he's not going to go anywhere he can't be recruited you can't wave money in front of the guy's face and be like, oh, okay, right. well, I'm going to go And if you want to keep that hometown discount, you got to rely on the fact that hopefully one of these assistants that um, used to play for him can come up and can do the same thing, almost like what John Shire did with Coach K. Um, but if they don't, then at some point that's going to turn into a debacle. And then, I mean, how far do you run the program into the ground before you then you try to get some guy to come in? I mean, it's just going to be – it's going to be bad. It's going to turn our basketball team into a stepping stone. It's going to be the same thing. It's going to be a revolving door with coaches. And, and um, you know, obviously that day is going to come at one point. But that's the one thing I think that, that, that people don't understand is for decades we've gotten this guy for a discount when if he wanted to go for the money, Syracuse wouldn't be able to afford him. There's no way. And then I mean, what? who comes in for that, right? And then to your, to your point um, – you know, anyone who's going to come in is going to be using Syracuse as a place to get recognized and then go somewhere else. And I liken this to earlier to like Ashaka Smart, who was at UVA and and did a tremendous job there. But as soon as he as soon as he got some money waved in front of his face, he left, and he could have made that program legendary. They go out, they beat Duke in um, in the NCAA tournament, and, and that was it for him. Like he didn't yeah. even really get to see what else he could do there with that team. And, it's, and, and look, I understand that. That's how this goes. But when you think about what Bayheim has done and you wish him to leave, like I just find that like invincibly stupid. Because not only do you have to start over, but 
in a couple more years, guess what's going to happen? You have to start over, and you're going to have to start over, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be that cycle. So, uh, yeah, I, want- I mean, it's going to be very is very rare in these days, especially where you're going to get a guy that comes in is committed to the place, to the location. Now he doesn't want to move anywhere. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He's happy where he is, and that's what it's going to be. You know, and in this whole thing, I mean, obviously we did an impromptu uh, podcast just because of everything that's happened, and obviously there's going to be a little bit of a turnaround. Um, you know, you sit here and you wait. I'm sitting here like wondering, hoping that we don't have guys that Tony White recruited that's going to put themselves in the transfer portal. But um, I mean, this could also be a, Steve Linton, a to do by about the way. nothing. Steve Linton, Steve, by the yep, way, Steve since... Linton went in. That was yep. But this could also be just something just because Tony White, although he did a lateral move, I'm sure he's getting paid more in Nebraska. And that's but, the thing. That's in and, and Matt Matt says that, in the green room, he says Syracuse will pay coaches, I think. I think that has changed, but yet these guys are making moves to different schools for the same position. Do they just say, Well, these these guys aren't worth the money and we can do better? Well, I mean, there's a difference I mean, between giving coaches more money and what's comparable to other schools. Well, that's right. that's true. I mean, you can that's give true, somebody but the market is the market, though. Right, and that's the thing, right? So, but I do know that you know Matt Rule, who was the Carolina, I mean, he used to be head coach Baylor, took a job at Carolina Panthers in the NFL, just got fired this year. He is now the new head coach in Nebraska, and um, listening to Lockdown today, um, Joe's favorite podcast. Shout out to Lockdown. Not. But they did give some good information about how Tony White has um, a relationship and some ties with Matt Rule. Um, so yeah, and, and, D- and Dino's ties to Purdue. I mean, he's got ties there too. Yeah, no, no, I know. But I'm just saying that like this might not be. I, there's probably going to be some people that look at oh, Tony White didn't get along with Dino, or you know they didn't pay him enough. This could just be a relationship thing, and maybe you know there's other things that go on with that. Tony White's got a wife, you know. Um, kids and being located somewhere else might make his his life more convenient. Plus, he has a relationship. I mean, there's a lot of things in the background that matter when it comes to stuff like this. And as far as Robert and I goes, that could be as much as just saying, "All right, I'm good here. Not really a big fan of Syracuse. Jason, you're ready to go. I'm going to leave so that you can take this role, and I'm going to go somewhere else and not really mess with anything. And maybe that's why him recruiting up until yesterday was him, you know, doing morally what he thought was right for Syracuse until he left and and gave Jason the chance to step up and take the offensive coordinator job. So this could be a situation where um, it wasn't really anybody at Syracuse's fault other than just personal relationships with other, with other people. So um, you never really know. And obviously this is all speculation and who knows if you're ever going to really figure out, but I'd say that, you know, based upon all this, um, you know, the one big thing is, is are we going to stick with a three, three, five and who's going to be our defensive coordinator next year? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I, I don't know if, if you do stick with that defense I mean, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy watching it, but mm-hmm. you gotta have the right coach to, to, no. to continue. Do we have a coach that, on right? the staff that can step up and take it? I mean, know, did he you, learn you, enough? Yeah. To, I mean, I think, I think you, I, I think you, I think that's possible, but will it be done as, Good. I mean, this 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 defense has been. 
mean, you know, they don't call it the mob for because it sucks. I mean, dude, they've had their weaknesses, but I mean, they've had their weaknesses, but it has to do with it has to do with some of the size and recruiting more than anything, and also the injuries. I mean, if this defense were to stay strong through and through for the year, you're looking at a whole different scenario. We have no idea um, what that looks like. So, um, anyways, so look, let's do a little bit of fan feedback here. Let me finish up something real quick. Um. All right. Yeah, I appreciate it, Waterboy. That's the yeah. only reason I bring it up. Yeah, we I'm we've all and I, I just hey, look. I would just respond. Yeah, we've Black always Nine might not be my favorite. I'm gonna sit there and I'm gonna let you know whether it's Mike McAllister or Lockdown, whoever. I'm gonna let you know where the information is. Here's the thing. You know, if I don't, then that's my take. Here's the thing. We've always done that. And um, if there's someone I don't feel like giving credit to, I just don't use anything from them. Too bad we can't. Too bad we can't say the same about other people. It's as simple as that. If if, you know, I I don't mind giving credit where credits due, but uh, if I don't feel like giving someone credit, said stuff and not giving us credit though. There have been people, big name people, who have said things like out of our mouths in not giving credit, and I find it hard to believe that that's just a coincidence. The problem is, and this is the truth, and we've known this for years, is that. We're peanuts because we're in our basements doing a podcast and we're just fans. We don't get paid to do it. So who are they? They Well, we don't have basements, but yeah. Well, well, you know what I'm saying. I'm in my I'm in my back room. You're in your closet. Well, that's the whole thing, though, right? Is that they're they're the big fish, right? So yeah, they're gonna take it as theirs anyway. You know, if we thought about it, then of course they did. That's fine because I'm not going to get dragged through Twitter by using someone else's stuff and not giving credit. And we should always do that. It's just I don't listen. I don't listen to any Syracuse sports podcast. I used to listen to Tyler's. Those are interviews. And I used to sometimes I listen if James is on the noons, which he's not always. uh, I I listen sometimes during basketball season. But anyway, uh, I digress. So, uh, Tony. In the greener. um, What you got? Yeah. Make, can you, huh? Can you guys hear me? Yes. We I can. can hear you better than normal, actually. Go ahead. Okay. No, no, I got uh, earbuds on. I'm in the gym. I just want to make sure. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, sorry if I'm breathing heavy, too. I'm trying to. We're used to that, too. Here. We're used to that, yeah. too. You do that even when. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, I don't think you guys are giving yourselves enough credit, though, because, like, you know, I listen to a crap ton of podcasts driving 10, 11 hours a day. And it's not even so much the information you give at times. It's how you communicate and, like, how you entertain people. Like, I've li- I love Mike McAllister. I listen to the Believe podcast, but, like, their audio is all messed up and I can't hear him half the time. So, like, I quit listening. I've listened to Locked On here and there. They just don't keep me engaged with their stuff. So, it's, like, it's not just what you're presenting. It's how you're presenting it. And, like, is there charisma and is it entertaining? So, like, I'll blow smoke up your ass, but, like... That's why I listen to you guys. I enjoy it. Well, we appreciate it. And, Absolutely. you know, it's not, it's not, um, it doesn't go unnoticed. And, and we really, um, we really, really, really appreciate everybody who not just listens, but especially you guys who participate all the time and the guys on, on fan feedback and everything. And there's people who, um, you know, what? I'm, it's, today's not the day. Today's not the day. We were a thread earlier and I was telling some guy off because immediately he made it political for the right. Then another guy jumped in and made it political for the left. 
And I said something basically like, I effing hate both of you and you're annoying the crap out of me. And then I muted the conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I saw that. I saw that. Um, and, and how it goes there, I'm not real sure. But uh, once there's an attack, once there's an arrow slung, you know, expect that oh these God, days. Man. So left oh, yeah. the right bull crap. Both oh, extremes. I know. I know. And that's why I try to stay out of uh, a lot of that banter. But I was yeah. keeping up with it. Um, that's look, the Truman Show we all live in. Yeah, yeah really, I mean, we're, it's the simulation. It's the Matrix. Yeah, yep. we're in the fishbowl. Everybody's that's someone's one watching big us. reality show. I'm on yeah. this side. I'm on this side. Nah, you're kind of yeah, on the same side. But listen, I here's the thing. To, to your point, Tony, real quick. Yeah. We, we, we do this because we love to do it. And yeah. uh, it the, the first thing that Joe and I really wanted to do was nail down the audio. Because uh, we already had everything else. You got me, who's just a dude at uh, a, a stool at a bar. And then you got Joe, who's like into all the analytics. So you get like like... You get pedestrian views, and then you get more analytical views, and then we bust each other's balls, which is great, and we've known each other. I've known Joe since Joe. What? Second grade? Third grade? Something like that? So, um, you know... You guys are down to earth, and you don't make it seem like you're above other people. And you don't try to be super corny and be funny when you're not like, the (laughs) Axeman! Yeah, like when he when he when he, I saw a clip of the Axeman on uh, Twitter when he got up and he and he had like some kind of like hissy fit about um, trying to make a scene about someone who was calling in and trying he was trying to be like like obnoxiously irritated by the state of Syracuse basketball and I'm just like he kept looking at the camera I'm like this is a clown show oh was it but yeah like he does the Phantom of the Opera the uh, the Syracuse tweet things now. Which I have no idea. Bit, which I did when I had a podcast eight years ago on the Buffalo Bills. And it was a lot more entertaining because we put Titanic music underneath it and like really found the best, <laughs> the best on the internet. Like he, he's just a tired hack, dude. Um, well, sad. there, there are, he, he's one, I, I will give advice. I will say this about, about, about Brent Tax, whoever that is, is that if you are on <laughs> Teddy Twitter. Teddy real name. <laughs> Is that your real name? I doubt yeah. it. Uh, if you are on Twitter and you tag us in a in a tweet with Brent Tax and you're expecting him to respond, I promise you he will not. And does he hate us? I don't know. I don't care. But I've never seen him respond, like interact with any tweet that we've been inter- that we've been mentioned in. And there was a time when I used to mention him or respond to him in things, and I got no response. So there's that. And and that goes to the he point. He sees this that, stuff, though. I've oh yeah, he sees called him out for stealing my bits. The whole take me to Kraus, the cardiac cues, the let's get weird. And I'm like, dude, you did not come up with that on your own. At least give me credit. See, I don't pay enough attention to any of those guys to know if they steal well, much. People tag me in it. They're like, dude, that's your thing. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe's come to me with some things because he's an avid podcast listener uh, across Look, the board. I'm just, I'm not gonna mention any names but there's a certain name that's on lockdown that says a lot of things that i say there's a certain name and even other there's a certain the name of, otherwise the the podcast too there's a certain name otherwise that's why i appreciate what you do joe because like you give credit like i'm not gonna like you know i'll always do oh yeah stuff too like hey, this is where i got it from like the jokes i'm making with you guys the other day and i i sent you the link and i'm like this is from it's always sunny in philadelphia tv show like, right i'm not yeah. some creative genius like that i didn't come up that right. on my own Dude, right. yeah, I'm a production control coordinator at a generating manufacturing company, so I don't 
get paid to look up stuff and ask people stuff. So when I hear stuff from somebody else, I'm going to give them credit. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that. I will, because I'm dunking so hard on X, there is a good guy on ESPN Radio in Syracuse, uh, Brian Higgins. He's on before X. He's really good. Like, I, I know, I know the name, and I've probably seen yeah. it on Twitter. Yeah, he's got good stuff. He's just like he's very good at communicating. He's concise. He comes up with like good arguments, good opinions, and he doesn't go like overboard or even try to be funny. Like he just stays in his lane and plays to his strengths. Well, one day I will get into one day I because David's asking. Today he says today's the day, Sean. One day I'll <laughs> I will get into some of the media stuff that uh, I've experienced with Syracuse sports media, people who are professionals that get paid that just straight used us and then threw us to the curb when they got what they wanted. And I'm not saying I even gave them anything. I'm just saying we played the game because I'm not trying to create enemies, but some people don't care. And you'd be surprised who some of those names are. One day uh, I'll, we'll maybe visit that. People send me stuff in DMs all the time, and whatever happens in direct message stays in there. I don't, I don't squeal on stuff, but I've heard a ton of stuff. And you know, we all have a uh, mutual friend that a uh, very talented kid who went south when we all thought he should have stayed up here for school. And you know, uh, the things I've heard, I can understand why. Okay, that's interesting because one name comes to mind for me. No, yeah, uh, but he's. I yeah, guess he's just that, basically saying it's probably better off that he ended up where he was. Is that what you're yes, saying, Tony? One hundred. Okay. Okay. Perfect. We, dude, we we can all agree that kid is talented beyond his years. He's going places. Yes, and and you know what? Mm-hmm. Promise you, promise you. Mark my words, that kid will would never. He would never do to us what some people have done, and it's not bad. What people have done is not bad, but yeah. But that kid is. He is. Um, he is loyal. He's a loyal. It's about kid. having a conscience. It's about having a conscience. Right? It's about personality. It's about it's about um, uh, character, and that kid's got character. And that's I mean, the way he perfectly segued out of the maniac stuff I was saying, <laughs> which no one knows about. That's not public. It's not public. But yes, blown away with how quick he one eighty that. He's he did he did not even realize he did it. Until I was yeah. like, holy cow, we're back on track. How the hell did that happen? Uh, seamless, man. So, uh, look, pow- Tony, hang tight real quick. Power Hour is going to come. If George, if Syracuse beats Georgetown, Power Hour is coming. If Syracuse loses against Georgetown, I'm going to drown myself in uh, Captain's uh, Blanton's that he sent me. So, either way, we have a little something-something. Okay, so the Blanton's is on on the shelf, ready to come down, and I've got oh, five beers in the like fridge. Sounds like Sundays today. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what. If Power Hour happens, who knows? That opens up a ton of doors. Uh, so, all right. Oh boy. <laughs> so, uh, Tony, look. Yeah. Give oh, me, quick, give me your, give me your brief. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. Give me your, give all me right. your one minute take, please. Okay, so, and I, you know, we were all freaking out because when news first comes out, you know, it's like, oh my God, one coach leaves, two coaches are leaving. Like, but once the dust settles a little bit, you look at it from the outside and you're like, maybe this wasn't as bad as we thought. And yeah, I mentioned Brian Higgins. He put it perfectly today on the radio saying, like, you know, it's the optics of it. When you have two coaches leave immediately like that, it looks really bad. Right. I think before the bowl game, too. Yeah, yeah. But I get, like, why stuff happens before the bowl game. You know, you want to get your coaches in, get your recruits, get transfers. 
but like I, I mean, Beck's been under an eye for 11 years now. He's been ready to be an OC. Everything I've heard there, that was the plan long-term losing white is the big one. Like that hurts. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, I agree hundred percent with Sherman, like swag daddy Monroe. What are we doing? Like just promote him already. Get, you know, get your transfers in, keep your kids from leaving. Like mm-hmm. he's one of the best, if not the best recruiter we have. Like, I feel yeah. like that's the answer. Like, I don't know what you're going to see in a bowl game to like tell you like, okay, this is the guy. Like, I, I feel like you should already know and I, get all your, get your house in order. Keep your kids from transferring out because there's on the defensive side, there might be question marks, but like, just get everything in order. I totally agree. And you know, the thing about an eye is that NC state. <laughs> what the frick, man? I thought I'd heard this. It's something. I thought he had family down there or something. I was reading. Earlier. It's possible. Well, I'll tell you what. The weather's better. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like I said, I'm not worried about that. The only thing that I'm that I think is stopping Babers from completely just hiring Nick Monroe is whether or not he can coach that three three five, right? Or do we want to keep the three three five? Are we going to go back to what we did? Right. Doesn't you know, that change a, years a lot, ago, though? Right? Joe, doesn't that change like who we've got recruited and who we've got there? Like you've got these kids there that it, are that. It, well, that, it does, but at the same time, like Nick Monroe, like to to Waterboy's point, he's the, our, our best recruiter. Um, and at some point, he's, he's probably going to want to get promoted, and it's going to be kind of a shit or get off the pot situation, to where he could probably get a job somewhere else. Oh, there's so, no doubt. Yeah, and that would put us right? in a, that would put us in a very bad spot. Yeah, exactly. So at some point, we got to sit here and we got to figure out pretty quickly and it sucks because we're also trying to prepare for a bowl game um i believe mike reported babers wants to stay 335 okay that's what matt says in the green room so right. well you know i mean that's 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 fine you know can can oh, uh, lockdown guys are gonna be pissed can cares <laughs> gives a shit about the lockdown guys <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I, I think you need to extend Joe because it seems like he might enter the transfer portal. No shit. I'm worried. <laughs> Color me worried. Yes. You need to get your house no. in order. I, I, there, was a, there was a point in time. Well, I mean, not a point in time. I always said Joe misses calling. Like Joe could have went. See, I, I, I do podcasts because I always wanted to do radio. Once I realized radio was going to cost me a certain amount of money in college and it was going to pay me a certain amount of money that couldn't pay for the college, I said, you know what? That's not a good decision. So I'm not going to go to college and waste my money on that because I'll never be able to pay off my loans. See how that works? So I opted for construction because Don't worry, it Daddy Biden's dead. Daddy Biden's got you. <laughs> that, oh, Joe. <laughs> what? So I opted. Loans, I opted for the construction world, and I've been in the construction world since high school. Now, um, with that said. Joe misses calling. Joe could have. Joe could have. Joe could have done this shit on the radio better than most I've heard in Syracuse. So, uh, with that said, I'm blessed to have Joe. If Joe enters the portal, then I know where he lives. <laughs> Plain and simple. I'm going to take his fucking headphones. Because <laughs> he can't do shit without the headphones. This guy. <laughs> this guy. What's up? What's up? Say the upward now. I didn't know that. Damn. Yeah, well, you know, it just I I had a holiday party today. We, we the Christmas we, party, right? Yeah. Yeah, we went to the I had the Christmas holiday uh, the the Christmas work party today. The dry Christmas we, party. We went to it was a dry Christmas party. Went to the brewery um afterwards and the brewery's obviously not dry. So there's that. But hey, I, real quick, I'll tell you a fun story. I'll oh boy. I'll make a quick 
I can't I can't wait. So have you guys heard of Ben Chase, the guy who's like trying to break the record for college games attended? Negative. No. Okay, so look, Google Ben Chase. Like a pretty, really cool guy. He's up at the Syracuse game on uh, one of the games in September. But he's, this he's dude's walking away from his mic. Six college games. Like he's, he's going for seven. He's, like, he's already shattered the record. Cool dude, but you know, I'm at the tailgate. Uh, Getting a rep in. Buddy of mine comes over and he's like, hey, uh, you, you got to meet this dude. This is Ben Chase. He's like, this is the water boy the guy's telling you about, the guy that killed him. Be louder, Tony. So we're talking, and he's there like, this go. is Waterboy, the guy in the kill I was telling you about. And um, so I'm talking to the guy. He's like, yeah, he's telling me his whole story. And he's like, can I, can I do a video vlog with you? I'm like, yeah, sure. And I was like, hey, real quick, can I swear in this? And he's like, yeah, just don't use the F word or the N word. And I'm like, buddy, the N word? I'm like, do I really come <laughs> off as that? Like, I know I got a shaved head and everything, but, but damn, dude. It's just because I'm going bald. Joe's got a shaved head, too. Yeah, but I'm like, what do you think? I'm Hitler's wet dream? He's like, no, 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 you got to understand, man. I've gone to a lot of SEC games. Like, it's sad, but I have to, like, preemptively say that. I was like, damn, dude. All right, cool. Um, Well, thought that was. I don't think personally that you come off like that, by the way. No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I I don't think so. Funny kid. Uh, But Joe, on the other hand, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kidding. (laughs) But Joe is Joe is bald. That's not a good joke. Uh, but jo- no, not at all. <laughs> Joe is bald though, uh, and he shaves religiously because well, he's lax hair. So there's that. Um, all right, so saves, like saves in haircut. We're, we're not hitting the panic button until until Babers goes to Purdue, which I think is highly doubtful. Correct. Yeah, I mean, well, some people will get their wish, fire the entire staff, and then. You know, strip it down to the floorboards, and we start over. Well, I'll tell you what. what like, I, I'll tell you what right now, uh, and, and and that is that I think heads need to roll uh, above Dino, and I want to see it. And it, yeah. especially if he leaves, I'm gonna I'm gonna demand it because something else yeah. needs to happen. And I realize I'm that. I'm wondering if that I'm wondering if that information is public though. As far as like how much money sports brings into where it allocates and everything like that, like. Like Where's how much how much going? football money goes to women's basketball or th- track and field and things like that or arts programs? Yeah, that's I mean, that's I'm not trying that to should be, be. If for a private school. I don't know, but normally state schools that's public information. But I don't know about private schools. So good question. They don't break it down publicly. Syracuse well, doesn't release it. Matt bit. said it takes. I think it takes four years though because it's like the tax records. I remember seeing a couple years ago it detailed like how much they, you know, brought in and, like, what the expenses were. And, like, I'm just shooting it off the top of my head from what I can remember. I think it was, like, um, revenue was, like, $72 million or something like that, and expenses were, like, 53 So it was, like, a net of, like, 19 or something. I mean, like I said, I can't remember the exact figures, but it was something like that where it was, like, a net of, like, $19, $20 million. And then I think the, the TV contract they said was uh, estimated to bring in, like, 25 maybe $30 million, something like that. But I'm just going off the top of my head. I'd have to actually like Google that crap. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, that matters. Yeah. But that was for four years prior to when I looked it up two years ago. So we're talking six years ago. Yeah. In in I think I think some of that at some point if we get to that, some of that needs to be talked about. I mean, yes. you you because you, you can make serious arguments for some of that stuff, which is why. It is a problem. I think that if everybody is to your point earlier, Tony, in the day on Twitter, I believe, I think it was you. Correct me if I'm wrong. Talking about 
the fact that Syracuse is is, is you know the the chancellor and things are not in into this thing for the athletic programs that they are in it for the ACC money. And we've talked about that and how much money ACC is dishing out, which is why we knew they made this switch from the Big East. The Big East was strong with with Syracuse in there. I fe- it wasn't like it wasn't like they were going to get the money because they didn't have football. I know, but they but we had fun. We had oh, that's great. We had we had a lot of fun back then. <laughs> hey, guess talk, what? Talk about Coach it's Mack. It's not about and, fun when it comes to people trying to make it's, money, buddy. It's not about fun anymore, and I get it. But when you've got people who all, all they care that who are running things that what they care about is what's going to line their pockets and, and going to be the bottom line at the end of the budget year for them and, and make them look that. good. That's all they're going to give a crap about. They don't give a crap about who the head coach is, who the defensive coordinator is, who the offensive coordinator is, who any of the assistant coaches on the basketball teams are in lacrosse and all of this other stuff. As long as they're funding all of the other things and they're, you know, they're getting all of this uh, other stuff paid for, they're not going to care. Okay, but you have super conferences coming. Well, that well, we're not. And then there what yet. happens? We're not there yet. Well, we're well, screwed. We ain't there we're yet. screwed. Well, what happens when all we're that ACC screwed because we're goes already away? behind? Well, we're screwed because we're already behind the eight ball on all mm-hmm. that. We're behind the well, eight ball kinda, from all that because they're shortchanging themselves too because they're looking at the short term revenue versus the long term. Like, dude, have a have a competitive team. Pack the house. More concessions. More ticket sales. Get young fans in the building. Like Sherman and I have talked about this so much on Twitter. Like the fact that they don't like set up a fund, you can pay into the fund and they donate tickets like boys and girls clubs, bust those kids to the dome for football and basketball games. You get eight to 12 year old kids in there early. You hook them for life. You're almost like a drug dealer. Like here's Syracuse fandom, take a hit of it and you're going to want more down the road. And then eventually they grow up, they have families, they put their kids into it. It's just long-term growth. It's revenue, long-term. They're looking at the short-term gains. I I think so, too. Kids kids dating under get in free. Or it's just old school where your parents tell you, you know what, you bleed orange and don't be a pussy. And and this is what you do. I think of it when I go to the average (laughs) SU game, I don't eat a lot of the concessions. I I don't buy a ton of stuff there. I'll spend like 10, 15 bucks on the cheapest ticket I can get. And I won't even buy a concession. I took my two nephews to a game. I dropped $120. Tickets, popcorn, drinks, merchandise, like all that stuff. That's not like, terrible. But get young people in the it's door. You know good. what I mean? That's how you make the money. It's not bad. Yeah. Well, you know, we were when we were at Wake Forest, Joe, a, 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 a beer was 12 bucks. I mean... That's. I tried not to look at that. Abs- I don't think it was twelve. Yeah, I didn't look at it. Was I think I don't it was drink, but I, I think, I think a beer was eight. 14. The wine was twelve. Okay, and uh, you know I tried not to look at it too. Yeah, well, while, I bought a seven dollar hot chocolate. So. You did. You bought five of them. <laughs> <laughs> Joe goes one way to get hot chocolate. I go another way to get hot chocolate. We end up with fourteen hot chocolates. <laughs> In, in 60, $60 later, and I'm going, oh, well, I guess we're giving out hot chocolate to uh, to Demon Deacon fans. Here you go. Here you go. Here's a hot chocolate. I'm the SU fans while we're getting our asses kicked in the third quarter. So, <laughs> all right. You guys to- move south, and over the past 20 years, your blood has thinned so much. It's it's 26 degrees up here, and I oh my gosh. the gym That's terrible. and the thinnest T-shirt I own. Well, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. My blood is thin. I'm not afraid to admit it. 
happens, Tom. It, 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 yeah, is, hey. It's 43 degrees in Virginia Beach right now, and that is cold. That is cold with the, su- oh. with the sun down. It's 43 degrees, and I have a hoodie and jeans on. You better get your big fuzzy slippers on. I, I'm worried about you, <laughs> bro. I got I got my moccasins on right now and have a flannel on, and I'm right, and, and I'm, I'm I'm safe though. In case you're wondering, I appreciate it. I'm safe. <laughs> I'm inside. Okay, so all is well. Okay, uh, <laughs> look, Sean Sean Mark's safe from hypothermia. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, Tony, I love you, buddy. Uh, Thanks oh, for thanks too. for co co hosting, appreciate you. Yeah. Anytime, I'm back to my workout, do some push ups. Have a good right, one, bye. buddy. Bye. Yeah, you too. Later, boys. Um, look, I would love to do some. I would love to do some fan feedback. I just we just don't have time, but there is some regarding some of the football extravaganza that that has happened over the last 24 hours or close to 36 hours now. Yeah. But uh, close to forty. Well, we got a can tonight, but uh, let's let uh, let's let it uh, marinate tomorrow, and I, Sunday. And I mean, I have a feeling there's going to be some more news. I got a bad feeling that there's going to be more news too, and there's not a whole lot of good news that can come out of it. But um, you know, there's a, there's there is a you have to have a modicum of of groundedness where you're just like you know what this, what word did you choose a modicum like a little bit like something a semblance of of like being just like some centered some centered energy where you're just like you know what wow. you can't Where'd you freak learn that out one? i don't know joe vocab class or whatever they called it <clears throat> all right uh there is there is there is something to be said for the fact that we, we you just this is doesn't look great. It happened a lot happened really quick. There's players all over the country entering the transfer portal portal. So you, there's I don't know what I just said before portal, but there's a lot of players entering the transfer portal all over the country and and you can't judge I don't take a ton out of people entering a transfer portal. The coach thing is a little much, but I think it looks worse than it is because yeah, we do. But the coach thing can affect that. The the coach thing can affect that, but as of now, it really hasn't. So yeah. what what would worry me is is right before or right after the bowl game. First of all, it seems right now that we have people to take the places of of some of the to fill the holes. So to speak. So, we'll just go from there. The big so thing you is, made definitely made up a word. Modicum. Is that like something you just learned like a week ago, and you're like, "I'm going to use that on the podcast. I'm going to sound super smart." No, no, no. You learned it at the brewery today. No, I. <laughs> how would you learn modicum at a brewery? I don't know. You've never. Are you? Are you? Um, look, here's the thing. <laughs> have you have you never heard heard the word used? Have you never used? Yes. No. Okay. Not that word. Absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. Ever well, look it up. Do some research. Google and I it. know that at minimum your wife taught you that word. No, <laughs> that 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 is rich. That is rich. Um, but no, <laughs> I don't know where I learned the word, but probably one of my political talk 
show podcasts. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Makes sense. I couldn't tell you where. I really don't. I but mean, but here, here's the thing. Let's say Matt, let's Matt say, in the green room was even like, "Did you just make up a word?" Let's well look it up, guys. Why do I? Why and I'm the dumb one. <laughs> I'm the dumb one. Why don't you guys well, Google I mean, it? We're, dude, we're just trying to have a basic conversation, right? Have a modicum of you know dignity. All right. <laughs> Are those two big words for you? <laughs> Let's say I just learned it ten minutes ago. Why don't you just enjoy it and just in in, in revel in the fact that I taught you something and just be like, you know what, Sean? You know what? He expanded his vocabulary today. I'm proud of him. Why? Can't no, you, you know what? I would never use that word. You ever. will. I guarantee you. You I use that word. I guarantee you. I won't. I guarantee you. You do it. If point. I do it, it would be to make to try to make one of some one of my buddies at work feel stupid on purpose. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. That's it. I would never use that in plain like open language. Like everyone understands what I'm talking about. Because everyone's going to be like up? this pretentious well, dick. Please? Like, what do you think? He's <laughs> oh, so oh, smart. You're, per- you're, you're pretentious. You're pretentious. Are you? This guy's so smart. Look at him with his $10 word. Can someone play 10? I, I paid nothing for it, first of all. I don't subscribe to word of the day. All right. But I would like someone to look it up and make sure. I can't confirm word, Nadal says. It is a word. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't doubting you. It's you did like some... doubt me. You did doubt me. You said, <laughs> is that even a word? That's was... exactly what you said. <laughs> I was repeating Matt. You see how far away I have to hold the microphone right now to scream this loud? You have any idea? Hey, listen. Calm down, Napoleon. I was technically just repeating Matt's comment. That's all. So I'm sorry. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Matt, whatever, bro. Okay? I'm just saying. I didn't say anything about Monica either. All or, I'm saying. Or minicam. You said minicam. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you guys are making me late for the bar. That's that's sad. All right, the bar. Look, if anybody is, you've already sti- been to a brewery. I know, and I'm about to go to the bar. Look, if anyone's still listening right now, I appreciate you. I appreciate me too. you me so too. much. Joe has a modicum of appreciation for you, but I really, <laughs> really appreciate you. And look. This was impromptu. I'm sorry it's explicit. I, I really do apologize. But we'll take care of you on Sunday. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.